Now you see my sister, you are the goddess of the world. The goddess that has bred life and generations and civilizations to be a fruitful union. This is the reason why they want you to be known as a woman that doesn't have no self-worth. They want you to take on the attributes of the Caucasian woman, of the Edomite woman, the devil that the Bible speaks of. This is the reason they put you in direct competition for you not to feel like yourself, for you to look like them, for you to rock the clothes that they rock, for you to play with the dolls that look like them, to you, to you, for you to model, to look like them, for you to wear the hair styles like those women. In order for you to have an understanding for us to fight against the system, my sister, you have to get with a man like me. A man that's going to teach you about yourself, the divinity, the 50% to the 50%, the game to the game. And that when we come together and when we get into the bed that the Most High has given us, that you must understand that I am going to lead and that you are going to play the position as the woman who's going to know. And that when we get into this bed, you remove the undergarments for me, myself, so that we can come together and breed a fruitful union, the next generation of our people coming together in the light. That's right. Finally podcasting with your host, Blaze Davis. Here, I'm alive. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> so, you know, it's about to be the ending of February. You know, Black History Month, so-called. Um, I definitely did have a lot of topics that I was going to hit. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna hit y'all, like, I had so many topics that I was gonna hit, and I'm just like, next week is practically going to be March, so I'm trying to understand which episodes I really want to hold on to, and I guess I'll do for a different season, or this, that, and the third, right? So, <laughs> first of all, let me take a big time out to give a shout out to all my friends, and all of the people out there that stay sending me suggestions that 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 do actively listen to the podcast every Sunday. I really appreciate it. I love you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Um <laughs> I, I just have to say it's really a warming of the heart type of thing because it's just like, yo, like I really started from random points and I was just like, F it, I'm just gonna do the podcast. And here I am like a couple of months later. And we're going to keep leading on this black series. So today's episode is just kind of just talking about consciousness. 
what do I think about consciousness? I get called a conscious brother and, you know, pro-black and this, that, and the third. I'm like, well, listen, nigga, I'm just living my life. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't really bothering nobody. I'm just living my life. I care for my people. It is what it is. And I do this because Black Series, I ain't do it because it's Black History Month. I did it because I really wanted to just talk about certain things that I see within the culture and things that we do as a people and that, you know, things that we, you know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff going on. And especially because this past couple of weeks, it's just been a, a dignified, you know, type of like, oh, um, you know, every week is just something that goes on with us as black people in the so-called African diaspora. And it's just like, God damn, I just want to take a vacation from being a so-called African-American. Like, I'd be like, yo, all black people, y'all want to just go somewhere? I'm about to pick me up some plane tickets. Where we going? You want to just go on vacation real quick I, I don't care what your your, your lifestyle is like you want to like just being black do you just want to take a vacation do you just want to go somewhere because i do i just want to take a vacation away from america like you know what i'm saying i was piggybacking off of some of these youth there's one of this youtube that says it but um i just want to go so with that being said enjoy this segment and enjoy this podcast opening of consciousness peace you know uh what's the what's the beauty of being conscious what's the beauty of being you know politically aware socially aware uh being a hashtag or being a quote-unquote hotep a lot of questions to this now I look at the, the things that people say in a conscious community. A lot of people say that the conscious community is terms as the so-called black conscious community is taken as a joke. You have a lot of people out here that do do want to do the right thing for our people. You do have a lot of people out there that name themselves an activist. People out there that do a lot of work for the community. People who may not be doing things for the community. People who might be using it as a, a plug to get money in this, that, and third. Let me Let me explain something to you. First of all, I can never be, I, everybody thinks that sometimes that people in the conscious communities be scamming. If I'm the so-called conscious black dude that you're speaking to or speaking about, homie, I'm broke. <laughs> I just sit up there and make podcast episodes and just really alert y'all about the things that's going on in the community and going on around in the country and what's going on with the, the diaspora. And... It's not, I, I don't do this, like, I, even if I was making money off of this podcast, I literally really do this for y'all. Like, I don't do this for no put-ons or whatever. There is certain people out here that do use this conscious tip to just be like, to get some money. Because talking black obviously makes some type of money. I just don't understand and I don't like that black people is put on this type of pedestal to still have some type of negative connotation so much so that there's a low-key stuff that they do on these ads that puts it in a formation to make it seem like even the color black is bad. Like, like when you look at certain commercials and they have like, you know, something black and they have something in white. And I know somebody is going to be like, oh, you too deep, brother. Um, they'll have something that's in black and they'll have something in white. <laughs> Blow your mind with it. 
Usually with something black, you think something negative. You think something bad. You think something horrible. You think something is like uh, satanical and this, that, and a third. With something white, you think it's pure. It's beautiful. It's this, that, and a third, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, you have a, a white picket fence. You know what I'm saying? And a white house. You know, even though the White House is one of the most biggest corruption places I've ever seen in my life. And I wasn't even thinking White House like Washington, D.C., I'm thinking a white house like the picket fence in the burbs. You understand what I'm saying? But why has there never been a black house? If you think of a black house, you're probably thinking a funeral, right? Think about how did black cat. The black cat is synonymous with bad luck, right? Having bad luck, having all these different things and stuff like that. But at the flip side, I think about the things like black jewels, onyx, you know what I'm saying? And all these different things. I'm trying to lead you somewhere with this because the idea of black is now seen as something that is supposed to be horrible. But when it comes to white, it comes on to be pure, beautiful um, life happening in this, that and the third. Let's take it a deep further. When you think about black crows, when you see the sight of a black bird or a black crow, it is synonymous with death. When you wear all black, usually you're wearing all black to a funeral. If you're wearing all white, you're wearing all white to go to a party affair. See, and the funny thing about white is, is that white, it gets easily dirty. With black, it hides the stains. Mmm, doesn't that sound crazy? And the reason I say all this is because with black... What has been told, and you know, a lot of people say that, you know, black is the melanin. And I was hearing this whole thing, this insert that my favorite producer, Obliv, had put in one of his songs. In his intro to the song, it says something like, you know, melanin is a polymer and it has many forms. You cannot make mel you cannot make melanin. You can't destroy melanin. You can't da 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 and this that and the third. Shout outs to Obliv. You're awesome. But um you know, with the color black, what I've always understood, what I'm starting to understand is, and especially because there is people who believe in worshiping, well, I wouldn't say worshiping Satan, Satan, but satanical, like, I don't, I can't say it's a religion. I don't know what it is. It's a belief system. Let's just go with that. Someone, someone that wears like satanical stuff, the star David, and this, that, and a third, you see them dressed in all black. And I'm just like... I get mad because I'm like, black is one of my favorite colors, right? Black is one of my favorite colors besides burgundy. So when I talk about even having a dark soul or having a black soul, this whole idea of the unknown unknowns. Now, what I like about black, even in my house or darkness, is that if it's cold in my room and there's no light in my room, I could easily fall asleep. I will have a fruitful dream. I my eyes turn into pitch blackness, which means that I'm being able to get prep for my dreamful form. That when I'm sleeping and I have the REM starting to act, that I am envisioning all the possibilities that A, the most high has landed out, and B, what is it that I'm thinking of in my subconscious while I am sleeping. I don't know if I'm taking you there on this, that, and a third, but I'm saying this in records about black people. 
or the Afro diaspora, whatever have you, that black people have always created and done the most creative things throughout life. And we don't get no no representation for it. We're revered as being negative, you know, uh, the, the yin and the yang, that the black woman is seen as ratchet, sexual, um, you know, misbehaving in this, that, and the third. The man is seen as a gangster, a thug, uh, seen as someone who's just not, you know what I'm saying, seen as a respectable person. And it's honestly ironic now, we're living in a time and age where, especially because the black family is under attack, which I did address in my last episode, you know, I see things that's really aggravating that our commercials does low-key shit and that they also do things like, you know, on a subway, especially when I get on the two and the three train, I usually see stuff like, um, okay, Cupid putting up their ads and they always want to include gay couples, straight couples, but it's always white people. But then when it comes to the first idea of an interracial relationship, they're always putting black and white people together. You understand how annoying that is? Like, why do you keep trying to skate black women and black men to get with white women and white men? You understand that that's just aggravating as as I don't know what. And you just keep doing it. So I'm just trying to make y'all see that being black and the idea of black goes farther than what you think and that when they use black and they identify you as a black person that it is synonymous with all these negative things but what i want to do is i want to connect you back to the fact of the matter that black is really beautiful black has a lot of great elements to it that a lot of people don't know of out of the darkness comes creation comes beautiful artistic Creative things that a lot of people is not going to take the time out to notice. And that even with black, it hides and it camouflages so many things. Who knew that? You understand what I'm saying? You know how serious you may look if you wear all black? That's not saying you're a Satanist. But if you wear all black, I like that. I like the seriousness and the sharpness of black. You understand? And... With black people, we are serious, creative people. And that we need to start teaching our daughters and our sons, hey, there's nothing wrong with being black. No, in 1988, you had someone like Jesse Jackson, who sat up there and talked about we're African-Americans. And then before that, we're calling ourselves colored. And then before that, we're calling ourselves Negro, Negro, Negroes and this, that, and the third. All these different things. So, hmm. I don't know where to even, you know, start off with this, but you know, you got to see black as a different entity in a color than just being something negative because subconsciously they already led you to believe that black is this, that, and the third black is death. The black is da, 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 da. But what does that mean? Even in retrospect, when you think of death, you think something bad. When I think of death, I'm thinking transition. You're going from one life to the next life. So why is that a bad thing? Just because you're in your physical form now doesn't mean you might not be able to go into your physical form once you transition. People live to be 100, damn near 120 years old. It's possible. There's people out here who live to be 103, 104. Isn't that beautiful what life can bring? That when it comes to death, even in terms of going pitch black, it's going into the unknowns. 
the unpredictable, the idea that that idea of the unpredictable can breed something so beautiful. Think on that color black for a second. I want you to do it. I was about to just play the 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 um damn the Jeopardy theme song so you can think on it, but I don't feel like it this episode. We're gonna move on. So with uh alright. <laughs> I got to the whole color of black because I'm so passionate and I like the color black. I love the color black. You know what I'm saying? And and you know, a lot of people don't understand that. You know, I mean, right now, besides us being in war, psychologically, mentally, the fact that Trump is in this whole entire administration and America itself, spelled with three Ks, is going to lead us into war. Um, let's talk about the conscious community. And, you know, a lot of people at first glance may be like, yo, Blaze, you're so woke. You're you're so conscious. You're so pro-black. You're so da-da-da-da. And I really be sitting here saying like, yo, I just... And living my truth. Like, how am I woke? You feel what I'm saying? Like, what does it even mean to be woke? Aware? Because you keep playing the clip from 1989. Talking about, wake up! Wake up! With Lawrence Fishburne. And this, that, and the third. Like, what does it mean to be woke? What, what? Anybody can be woke? And, and, and I guess because when people talk about woke, um, people are really talking about like being socially aware of what's going on. You understand what I'm saying? And and with that being said, it's a lot of things that's going on in our society that you need to take a hold of. But more specifically, what they do to our people, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, come on, son. But but check this out, yo. Check this out. <laughs> I want you to know, like, it's it's crazy. Um, Damn, fuck. They always messing me up with this. Wake your ass up. <laughs> but anyway, I, I know that was a random click, but I just wanted to play. It was on my mind. So with being woke or whatever it is called, this so-called thing is, it's like I get a lot of, it seems as if negative connotation with being woke and being conscious. I'm just trying to tell you the things that America spelled with three Ks does to our people. And it's like, I'm not trying to scam you. Specifically with women, when I sit here and I tell y'all about the food and I sit here and I tell y'all about the things that's going on, I'm not trying to charm you out of your panties. I'm I'm really not. And the thing about it is, it's like I talk about so many different things that ha- happen in the black community. And I'm just like, yo, like I, what? Like I'm telling you that they really put poison inside of our food supply and that they also and it's not just with the black community. They do that damn near with every everybody. This, this whole concept of GMO and, you know, them putting pesticides and all this other stuff in the food. That's with everybody. But there's a target goal when it came to the black community that they've put all these nasty, chemically ridden 
foods and you there's no organic stuff there's nothing that you know what i'm saying there's not really no health stores in the community if it is it's in a cut i could show you right now and i could like and i think they just came out with an app too which i always advise people support black business they just came out with an app i think where they show you where there's black businesses in your neighborhood and i'm just like i'm so happy you guys have that such a beautiful thing i'm getting off topic though but we don't have those choices in our community. So I'm sitting there alerting y'all. I'm like, okay, start off with Whole Foods. When you start off with Whole Foods, you start to understand you have a lot of our brothers and sisters out here who really want to give y'all the food that y'all need and give y'all the nutrition that y'all need in order to become better people. And and if people, when I sit up there and I have to break down, yo, food does affect your mental, it does affect your conscience because you have the way you think is determinant on what is in your bloodstream. It all connects, B. The body works. The body is smart. I wish only people people would understand that. The body is very smart. So it does matter what you've put in your body. I even caught myself last week just to tell you how crazy the body is. I noticed that I fell asleep because of a large sugar intake. I was eating dry mangoes in my classroom. Digging on some dry mangoes. And I realized it's so sweet, the sugar intake was in my body, I fell asleep while I was in the classroom. And I was so mad because I was drooling too. (laughs) You understand? So with this whole concept of being woke, is it wrong for me to sit here and alert you about the things that's going on in our community? That's going on with our people? The things that's, 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 that's keeping us back and moving forward is more than just sitting here talking about, oh, we want our community to come forward. We want black people to come forward. We've been talking about that for years. You understand what I'm saying? And I definitely think it's a beautiful thing. So what's the plan of action behind it, though? Because I'll tell you this. You do have a lot of people out there that talk about consciousness, that let you know about the real history. The Egyptologists, the people out there that crown themselves as activists, the community organizers, people like Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, who I'm going to get to in a second, and this, that, and the third. And then now it just comes to the point, it's just like, so who really is telling the truth? Who's scamming? Who's really about their ish? And this, that, and third. There's always these tools of deception. That's why I'm stuck at, because there's certain lead, no, I ain't going to say leaders, but there's certain people out there that's out right now that I'm just like, you're full of shit. I can't believe you. But then who could come over and say, yo, Blaze is not keeping it real. Blaze ain't doing this and Blaze ain't doing that. And it's like, nah, son. Anybody who knows Blaze knows that Blaze really, really be about it. About it, about it. You understand what I'm saying? I don't need to lie about nothing. What I need to lie about? About my lifestyle? Did I ever crown myself as literally saying to you, Blaze is pro-black? Did I put that on my Instagram profile? No, I did not. On both my Instagram profiles. But it's the truth that I see certain things that's going on within our community What's going on in the country is terms as a diaspora. And I sit back and I'm just like, yo, like, what, what, what are you doing? Now, I think it's very smart that you have our black people out here that sees the things that's going on with the 2020 election. And you have Kamala Harris that's on the board, Cory Booker, Bernie Sanders. And then, you know, I forgot what that woman's name is that wants to vouch for reparations in 2020 and we all sitting back like get the fuck out of here you know what i'm saying like just because you black don't mean that we gonna fall for your bullshit again because we learn from what happened with obama and obama is a mutt (laughs) 
Obama is a mutt. I'm going to talk about the identity too um, later on and in probably a different episode. But like, I always think about that and I'm just like, yo, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because Cory Booker, it's just like, okay, whatever. Like, you're a mutt too. What's with them? You know what I'm saying? This is, even goes on further. It is so crafted when they talk about blackness. Like I said before, they give biracials the time to do it. And I don't understand what the identity thing is going on with Kamala Harris. I don't know if this is all a joke. I don't know if this is just, you know, them literally just putting Kamala Harris to be the scapegoat for just talking about black things and caring for black people and being subtle. And she does all these predatory things towards our brothers out in Cali. I don't know. Um, I just don't care for politics anymore because I just think it's just a big ass show to give black people these false promises and think that they really care about black people when they really don't. They know they have the answers. And this whole talk of reparations, it's just trying to give this like, keep, keep, keep jerking us off. You feel what I'm saying? Like keep jerking the black people off to make it seem like you really care about us and give these false perceptions of hope and nothing's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? No, they're not trying to give us reparations, fool. They're not. And then specifically right now, when you have the American government backed up on a lot of money that they owe to different countries because they can't mind their own business, keep stealing resources. That's part of the consciousness. You feel me? But let's talk about the mind. You know what I'm saying? Being conscious and being woke isn't this just big thing about, yeah, I'm woke. I know better than you. I have more knowledge. Oh, my God. The quote unquote woke and the conscious people that you speak about. I get annoyed 24-7. I don't even like calling myself conscious or woke. I don't. I just see things that y'all don't see. That there's a whole warfare that they have against our people. With music, with food, with fashion, with, 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 with education system. Why the fact of the matter the brothers and sisters out here in these public schools and all these school systems keep learning about Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and slavery and this, that, and the third when we have more history than that. More history than that. I am going to do literal. I set myself a challenge because I'm not prepped this February. And because I know Black History Month is bullshit. Even though the concept of black history comes from. I forgot what, is it, what his. I really forgot what his name is. And I'm so sorry. Because I should have had a name. That you know February started off as a week and then expanded. And then like certain things like you know. Martin Luther King Day was started in 1984. And that, you know, even in our city, you know, first of all, y'all have to realize something. If you live in Harlem right now or you live in Bed-Stuy, start taking a look at certain things that's under these blocks. Like, let's say, for, for instance, 135th Street. If you look on Adam Clayton Powell Boulevard, you have someone like it says Wesley Williams Place. They leave you a lot of people that they dedicate these places to for you to do research. Wesley Williams is one of the first African-American firefighters known and that he had to come through all these deplorable conditions sleeping on a separate bunk slept i think he was sleeping on the floor comes from brooklyn before brooklyn was annexed to new york city and was working at the firehouse in little italy and it was giving him so shit because he's black fighting him and he had to train the box and this that and the third because they was like we don't like niggers in a firefighter house. And you had to fight. To stay there. You understand? I'm sorry. But um. They leave you a lot of crown jewels. 
that you just have to take a picture of and just recognize all these different things. Start recognizing these names. They leave that on there purposely. So going back to what I was saying, being conscious, so-called, it's annoying because it's like when you try to alert fellow people about what's going on, everybody look at you like you got your head is cut off. Like, what's wrong with you? Why are you telling like, oh, yeah, brother. Yeah, you go ahead, brother, brother. And this, that, and the third, like I'm some type of 5%er. I'm like the one of those Muslim people out there that sell bean pies, bro. Nothing against people who's Muslim or the Hebrew Israelites. I, I don't understand what y'all get with this. Like, I'm not, I'm trying to alert you on the things that's going on. What's wrong with that? Now, if you take that information, you say, I understand what you're saying, but I don't really care about that. Hey, you can't get mad that I spread the knowledge. So if you're messed up in the world and America was spelled with 3K start doing some messed up stuff to you. Hey, well, that dude Blaze that was sitting back looking all cute with his beard and this, that, and the third. Sarah Dan gave you information that might save your life and how you can alert your children on doing something else. Like, it's getting so bad in our country. Like, vaccines, these vaccinations... This whole thing about, um, what is it? Like, you remember, anybody from 2014, remember that kid, Avante Aquindo? And he had, um, what was it? Um, what's that disease that they have that kids, um, I got the name of the disease, family. Help me out. Um, the disease that comes out, um, I was about to say ADHD. It's not ADHD. It's something else. Um, Damn. Whatever disease that is, they're purposely putting this on our our children. These defects from these vaccines on purpose. You know what I'm saying? So when I talk about consciousness and I'm talking about being aware and I'm giving all you to all this, all it is is education, educating yourself, educating in the environment that's around you. And to know that America, spelled with three K's, is doing things messed up to black people all the time. That's all it is. About being woke and being conscious. Anybody can damn near be woke and conscious. All you have to do is just pay attention and be sensitive to the environment that's around you. It doesn't take that much effort. Then I'll get into the spirituality thing at, an, at another rate. But it just all connect. Because I just thought about Erica Badu and then, you know, the soul Aquarians that was so, you know, known from like the 1990s, late 1990s, like 1998, all the way to like 2004, 2005. So... You know, with being conscious, it's, it's a fight because a lot of people don't want to hear what you have to say. They so quick on telling you to shut the fuck up and mind your business or I hate these crusty ass woke hotep motherfuckers that think that they can talk out. Ah, ah, ah. And it's just like, so I'm wrong for sitting up there giving you information and talking about the things that's detrimental to our society as black people. And then I'm tired of seeing y'all being so plugged into this because that's what they want you to do. Okay, sis. Okay, bro. All right. Got you. This is for my number one. <clears throat> this is for my number one. This is for my number one. All right. So, you know, the problem in the conscious community are unifying us as people, black people, so-called, is that, you know, when we talk about having people who scam, people who really be lying, people who be like, you know, coming off of the, 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 the emotions of black people, it's hard. Because I want to believe every black person that's on a board. I want to believe that there are black people that really want us to come up and really want us to be powerful in this nation, you know? 
you know, I grew up with the mindset like, you know, our people, our people, our people, our people. And, you know, going around to the African-American Day Parade and just being like, my people, my people, my people, my people. But, you know, there are crooks out there. There are people out there that are so-called African-American or part of the Afro diaspora that are liars. That, that, that you know, do not have the, the self-interest of our people. There are people out here that use that whole ploy. I'm black and I'm brown. To sit here and get some checks, you know? Unfortunately, that is what it is. You have people out there that use YouTube. You have people out there that use CNN, Fox, and the rest of them. You understand what I'm saying? It's, it's just hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you have people out there that just crap on each other when it comes to gender? See, now, when it comes to me, you might think Blaze just always talks about black women or talk about... He doesn't talk about black men. No, I get on both sides, bro. It's just that with black women, y'all, to be honest, and I'm not trying to do this to shame y'all. I'm not going to be like Amanda Seals going on like the Breakfast Club and talk shit about black men, but I still want to find, I still wants to find a black man. And I'm sorry, I speak from the soul. I speak from the heart. It just annoys me. Like people like Amanda Seals and Azalea Banks with her no thought ass. And because... She had, she has this passion on hating on black men, but loving white men. But the white men, the same white men that she talks about, roofies her fucking drink. And Amanda Seals, what I don't understand about her is, is the fact of the matter that, you know, she talks about she loves black men. She loves the brothers. But here it is. You go on your show and talk about black men have destroyed themselves. What? You know, like, like, yo, like. Okay, there's things that black men obviously do that it is very destructive. I don't discount that at all. I know it. There's a lot of fuckboys out here that do not have the right sense of self. And I understand that. But you have to understand the PTSD that comes with that. And it hasn't been fixed because it's been orchestrated by what? And I'm going to let you think on that. Not just Amanda Seals, but I'm just saying, I'm going to let you think on that. But, you know, I don't enjoy that. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I talk about black women, I'm saying it because psychologically with black women it's like the elite and everybody knows that the woman is so easily crafted by what the man does i'm sorry it's just true i'm not sitting here saying that women y'all don't have a thought process y'all don't have a sense of self y'all do y'all strong women absolutely a hundred percent but the way that society works how they craft things is that they're gonna go they're not gonna go after the man they're gonna go after the woman and then they're gonna go after the children so that's the reason why when it comes to black women, they'll craft the shit out of you easily and then they'll get at the black children. That's what I'm saying, because the man will have that sense of self and has that territory mindset to be like, nah, you're not messing with our women. We don't do that. You understand what I'm saying? So it's not about me trying to sit here and say, well, women, y'all all bad. Y'all so stupid and this, that and the third. But I get at y'all because I'm just like, you have to understand, it's not about trying to comfort you right now it's about us being on some warrior type of principles we're not allowing that here we got to do what we got to do you know what i'm saying and a warfare is more than just us knuckling up and so far so far having guns and having all these weaponry to fight against the system it's about us psychologically fighting against the system like yo we need to do what we got to do but going back to what i'm saying about the people out here that, you know, talk about the leader. I hate this whole ego shit in the conscious community. I hate it. Um, you know, you got brothers out here like like brother. Um, what's his name? <laughs> Monty Woodgrain calls him. 
<laughs> the Prince of Diddy's. <laughs> I can't stand Monty Wood Grady. He's so stupid. Um, you know, someone like uh damn, what is his name? Afonte Tunde, whatever his name is. You know who I'm talking about. The brother that wants to build the school. And you talk about him, he's like, you know, I am the new uh uh Martha Luther King and this, that, and the third. I'm the Neo Martha Luther King. And I sit back and I'm just like, no, like, I'm not feeling that. You know, Dr. Umar Johnson, yes, got it. Dr. Umar Johnson about this whole thing. And everybody talks about scams with a school. And this, that, and the third. I've had conversations with people about that. And I'm just like, you know. The reason I feel some type of way is because, you know, the conditions of black people like, yo, when we give out money, we really try to make a change and see the things that's happening with our people. And again, you have people out here who uses that money and it seems as if they scam with it. They take these like ridiculous scavengers like vacations and this, that, and the third. And it's just like, yo, hold up. I just gave you my paycheck. I gave you half of my paycheck. And we learn about this whole thing about scamming first from church, the Christian church. How we grew up in these religions and this, that, and the third. And about how we give out these tithes on Sunday, but our community is still suffering. These public schools ain't getting better. Uh, these apartments and the places we live in, they ain't trying to sit up there and, and fix the conditions in our apartment. The food choices that we have ain't being fixed. But every Sunday, we sit up there talking to Miss Mabel and talking to the pastor and then doing what we have to do every Sunday and praying to the Lord that we can get our rent, we can pay our rent on time. Bro, I, I, grew up, I grew up in Canaan Baptist. You understand what I'm saying? And then even when it comes to the church, the fact of the matter that you have a lot of these pastors and the rest of them that look at you crazy when you dress a certain type of way. Damn, I came here to come to church. But at the same time, they tell you that live by the Bible. They tell you to, they tell you to be like, you know, you shouldn't disrespect the elders and you should honor thy mother and thy father and you should not commit adultery uh 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 genders against the bible being gay is abomination but when you actually look at the reality of what goes on in the church it's the whole entire flip side that you got people out here who like you got these 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 women that come to church church and they dress like harlots Complete harlots dressed like hoes. They wear these dresses in this side and the third. They all they titties is popping out. You can see the bra, but you could see you can see the titties all like out and stuff like that. The dresses and stuff like that. I mean, I understand women. You can't help that you got a fat butt, a fat butt and some nice titties. You can't help it. Yo, I stare. I ain't gonna lie. When it comes to the the pastor, the pastor has been known for sleeping with other men's wives and committing adultery. The, the 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 wife ends up being a lesbian even when it comes to the, the you know these dudes that got sugar in their tank and this that, and the third you got gay members in the church we all spoke about it we know who was who you understand what i'm saying and then the elders would get so disrespectful towards the younger generation just because they older you understand what i'm saying so it's just like when it came to the Christian religion, that's the first place where you learned about scamming. And then it, it went on into the communities because we looked at the church as being that safe haven space for black people. And it's like you got people like Umar Johnson. We think he's a scammer. I don't know what's going on with the school. I, I want to think that he really is trying to do better and trying to do this stuff for the school. But in my honest opinion, there's so many people I think is full of shit. And, and, they, and you know... Especially because we have people such as the Boulay. And to give you a research on who the Boulay is, they're, they're these gatekeepers that do not allow the actual freedom 
for black people to happen. They don't. I'm, I'm not going to give a whole list of names, but I can tell you this. A lot of the activists that you know as activists, they are a part of the boule. A lot of the entertainers in the entertainment industry are a part of the boule. They have the answers, okay? It's just the fact of the matter. They're going to just romanticize the idea of being free and being liberated. They're not going to allow our people to be free and liberated. Revolution is not going to be televised. It is going to take part of our own accord and it's going to take our part on doing the right thing of coming together as a people and not allowing any outsiders to be involved in it. You know, sometimes when you invite certain <coughs> Caucasians in, uh, in the conversation, they're actually spying. They're actually spying. They're actually just taking notes in the side and the third and coming back to the people out there to fi- figure out a way of infiltrating it. Excuse me. You know, a lot of people in the day would sit here and say that the Black Panther Party was nothing more than a scam. And that, you know, Martin Luther King was a a federal agent. He wasn't a part of the people that was moving forward to liberate black people. The civil civil rights movement was the same thing. And that Malcolm X was also an agent. This whole concept of agent gets on my nerves. So you mean to tell me everybody out here that was talking about black pride was just like, these people out here that was just like automatically like agents, like none of them really did for self and really wanted our people to come together. They all were agents. They were part of the boule. I, I have no idea. It just gets so complicated. In this day and age, I'm just like, damn, I can't believe nobody as far as I throw them. I'm just going to say this. Uncle Al, the person that you look up to, Mr. Slipback Air. Hair, the reason why I don't like him, and he's supposed to be the staple ground of Harlem, and that's for, for sure, is because the nigga got answers. And for a while, he sits here and he talks about, our people, our people, has a whole entire segment on CNN. But I look around what's going on in Harlem, you think that, that for one second this nigga is sitting up there taking time to make sure the descendants of the great migrationers and the descendants of the people that made Harlem what it is, the Renaissance and this, that, and the third, is doing anything to preserve the culture and make sure that our people stay where they at instead of being evicted and displaced? I don't think so. I sat there and wrote a letter about how they shouldn't close down one of the three train stations, about how it should be renovated step by step by step. They closed it down for five months. And I wrote a letter sitting up there saying, don't do that because there's a lot of people that depend on the station. You understand? I did this. Uncle Al could have sat up there and had the whole entire conversation, but I'm telling you, for some odd reason, I just don't like that man because I think he's a liar and I think he's a fraud. And unfortunately, people, this is the type of battles you have to deal with. There's people who called out, called him on his shit numerous times. Do you think he's ever said anything? Not a damn thing. And then the thing about it is he got exposed when it came to the Tawana Browley trial in 1988 about how she lied. About her getting raped by these these white devils up in upstate New York. And that the father came forward and was sitting up there talking about, you know, if we able to get this case done, we're going to be the powerful, we're going to be the most powerful niggas of New York. All these different things, the race riots, the race riots of the 1980s. And this, that, and the third. Listen, I say all that to say this. It's a shame I have to think like this. I don't want to. But the thing about it is, I do not like denying that you have a lot of snakes in the grass. You do have people out there that are full-blown liars, that, that sit here and talk about they're for the people, but they're doing it for a quick paycheck. They're getting this money, y'all. They're getting this money to talk about consciousness. The real people out there that's conscious is the ones that's getting blacklisted, the ones that's sitting up there putting their lives on the line. 
The people out here that's not afraid to voice their opinion, regardless of this, that, and the third, the ones that's usually conscious is the ones that's getting a phone tap, is the ones that sit up there being watched, gang stalked, and all this other stuff. Y'all don't even know about half the stuff I'm telling you about. Because they're not going to give you this information. The real ones ain't scared. The real ones ain't not afraid to die. The ones that's out here that's talking about, oh yeah, let, let me apologize. Let me, let me, let me take back what I said. And this, that, and the third are the ones that sit up there having a goddamn knife to their throat. Because they're afraid to talk about the truth. And when it comes to consciousness, yes, it's true. When we start talking about ancestors and the ancestors live with inside of yourself, it's true. They do live inside and we they do live with inside of every one of us. Okay? And that when it comes to the ancestors, you have to be fearless. In order when it comes to the proliferation of your people. It's just cold hard facts. Now, if you don't believe in spirituality such as I do, allow someone that believes in it to be the forefront person. But you have to trust your instincts and trust your intuition. Because there are a lot of people out there that feed on that type of ego. I even think about the brother out there by the name of um, Nature Boy. Yeah, Nature Boy, if you ever seen him, look him up on YouTube. He has this whole thing with carbonation and this, that, and the third. The man is a narcissist. I'm just looking besides what people are saying about him and this, that, and a third. The man is a narcissist. He has a whole entire camp of people that talk about, yes, my brother and sister being butt-ass naked in the woods and this, that, and a third. And talk about donate and da-da-da-da. There's people out here who feed off a narcissism type of energy. Those are the people you have to look out for. You understand what I'm saying? And I don't even expect people to think to look at me and be like, yo, Blaze, we got to stick with Blaze. I am not no saint. I just go on the podcast, I tell y'all the truth, I tell y'all what's going on, and I leave it at that. But there's a lot of scammers out here who's really looking for the demise of our people, the boule and the rest of them. They don't care. And the thing about it is, it's like, if you don't understand anything I'm saying in this episode, easy. Google it. Look it up. There's a lot of history books. There's a lot of things out there. Yeah, there's a lot of musicians out there that have done the same thing. Talk about black pride and this, that, and the third. And behind doors, they sit up there having sex with white women, white men. The Jewish conglomerate is paying them money to keep talking about this pro-black shit and this, that, and the third. There's a lot of people out there that put on a good show. If you're a Harlemite, these same people out here talking about let's come together and all this fucking dumb shit sitting up there agreeing with these white people and these white people out here talking about the Harlem Renaissance. So old. So old. And there's so many more things that happened in Harlem besides the jazz era, you stupid motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's so more that happened in that. But y'all keep talking about the same thing. And sorry I had to really get bold when I said MF. But, like, for real, son... This is the stuff that you have to understand that's happening in your community, bro. From one love to another. So, you know, a lot of people is going to ask, you know, are we ever going to come together? Are we ever going to come together as a nation? Are we going to get along? Are we going to stop fighting? Are we going to start doing this? Now, I'm a spiritual person. I definitely do sit here and I say that I do believe in ancestors. I walk with my ancestors. The, the First of all, the whole concept of God that Christian religion, and I don't want to talk shit about the Christian religion. No, actually, it does include the Christian religion. Or maybe not. I don't know. God is in with inside of yourself. There's a God within you. You understand? That's cold, hard fact. It's just that when it comes to my dimension, I'm so deluded and so sensitive to it, I believe I walk with ancestors. So you might want to know, what do you mean by ancestors? Ancestors are the ones that's in your thought. The one that prones you to believe 
Like there's so many different things that happen in your life for a reason. So do I think that black people is ever going to get it together and that we're going to wake up? So as such as the clip early on in this episode from Lawrence Fishburne from the 1988 movie that um, Spike Lee had, you know, obviously directed, produced or whatever, School Days. Yes, absolutely. The consciousness in the black community does exist, will exist. It's not going to stop. Now, yeah, you may have to use the Jewish conglomerate forms like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram in order to spread that message, but that message is being spread. And, you know, the real work is done in these organizations. The real work is done in these panel discussions. The real work is done at these seminars. The real work is done when people start to have that openness on trying to understand that we want to come together. Here in New York City, I'm starting to see it all the time, and I think it's beautiful. In my own neighborhood, famously known as the Black Mecca of the world, you already know that. Don't give a damn if you have, it's being whitewashed at this current second. I think it's so beautiful, and I really, I really sit back and I'm just like, I'm so happy when I see these black businesses spawn up. I've seen these dudes that seem like they're like, convicted jailbirds or this, that, and third, they open up these veggie patty spots, these juice bars, and this, that, and the third. Beautiful, my brother. There's um, hair salons that's being owned by black-owned women in my, black hair, um, black women in my neighborhood. Beautiful thing. There's, you know, fruit stores, this, that, and the third that's going on in our community. I'm just like, yes, that's right. I love seeing that. You have people out here that's starting to own more food stores, you know, food, uh, you know, making businesses from scratch. Uh, also, if you are in the city, check out Season Vegan on 113th and St. Nicholas Avenue if you live in New York. Um, it's Yes, it's in Harlem. Beautiful, beautiful black-owned vegan spot. Beautiful, man. But um, like I said before, the, 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 the revolution that I see in New York City is a beautiful thing. I definitely do think there's a lot of brothers out here. Shout outs to homie, um, the homie, um, the hard body God. You know, I always talk about him highly. You have people out here who's leading um, therapy sessions for our brothers and our sisters out here. The city is also doing it too. Thrive NYC. They're doing the same thing for our brothers and sisters out here. Wanting us to get into the mental capacity of coming together. So there's definitely something that's spawning up. More of our people are starting to find out about parades that's with our people. A lot of us is having a conversation about the diaspora, that the differences between African and the so-called African-Americans, the so-called, some people think that the origin is the indigenous, the Haitians, who's right now leading a revolution in the land because they're tired of the corruption. And I understand that. Enough is enough already. Led on by the Red Cross and the... um, the Clinton Foundations with their demonic selves. Um, you know, all these different things that's happening. So the struggle is starting to spawn a beautiful lotus. It is. And with that being said, it, it all starts from deep within. Having the conversations. We have to have the conversations to heal. You understand what I'm saying? So I definitely think the consciousness is happening. But the consciousness is about awareness. That's all the consciousness is. It's just that when you talk about someone who's conscious and you talk about someone who's woke, it's just someone who's sensitive to what's going on in society, specifically with our people. And the fact of the matter, we have the dire need to want to fix the problem. Reparations is a fucking band-aid. 
into fixing whatever it is that America, spelled with three Ks, has done to the so-called black people, the people of the diaspora. Even the things that's happening in Africa right now with the Chinese and the rest of them that's just completely obliterating the land and taking the culture and the resources. Same thing that happens to the Caribbeans and all this other stuff. My whole thing about that is, is like, the real fight is in the mind. Maybe we might not have the weaponry, but God damn it, we're going to get that weaponry, though. There's going to be a war that's going to happen. And you have to understand, yes, we need seclusion right now. We need to be by ourselves. We spend so much time trying to sit up there and deal with everybody else. We don't deal with ourselves. And that's the problem. Everybody would just be like, but no, we shouldn't be segregated. No, we need to be segregated right now. We need to. I'm sorry. There may be good white people out there. I know for sure. Certain organizations, we have people of color and white people together with black people that do have the discussion and want to come together. Certain things, it's just like black people need to do their own thing. I'm sorry. We just need to do our own thing. It's not a form of violence. It's not a form of trying to be against everybody, but we just need to do our own thing. Shit. The Khazarian Jews, who are also white people, do their own thing. You don't sit up there and bug them. They have their own damn bus line in Brooklyn. You don't sit up there and say, no, this needs to be a part of the MTA. No, you don't. You'd be like, yeah, go ahead. Have your little stinky ass little bus line. And y'all kosher little meals and stuff like that. Asians do their own thing. Low key on their own spectrum. Indians do their own thing and stuff like that. Why can't black people do their own thing? You understand what I'm saying? That's what I'm really trying to get at and I'm trying to feed off of. You understand? And that's the only thing I'm saying. So when we talk about this, and also what I'm going to say at the last minute of this episode privatized black conversations i had enough of our conversations being put on blast on instagram facebook youtube and all this other stuff let's start having conversations at these seminars and this that, and the third i hate arguing with people on the web especially our brothers and sisters i hate arguing with y'all because y'all just be going deep and y'all so aggressive and the thing about it is the jewish conglomerate is starting to realize yo we can make money off a of stirring controversy with black people the thing that happened with Jesse Smollett, R. Kelly, um, right now that's happened with R. Kelly, all these different Gucci, this, that, and the third, all this other stuff, we should be having conversations in forums at different places of having conversations about what we can do and, and our thoughts and our opinions on it. No more of this stuff on Instagram, Facebook, and you know what I'm saying? Because it's just like we get all mad and we get riled up and they keep making money off of this because they bank on it. Where is that leading us? Nowhere. Nowhere. So with that, when it comes to consciousness and when it comes to being conscious, it anybody be conscious. It's just the fact of the matter. If you don't want to be conscious, if you don't want to be woke, whatever it is, that and the third, it's not a joke of being woke and conscious. It's just the fact of the matter. You want to lead yourself into the rabbit hole, the Pandora's box. Not you. Anybody could be conscious. You could be white and you could be conscious. You could be Asian and be conscious. It's not just when it comes to black community, but because we care so much about our community, it's a different story. You understand? So when it comes to consciousness, if you don't want to be conscious, you want to be in Pandora's box, you want to be in this, that, and third, you want to spend your time listening to reckless music like Cardi B and City Girls, hey, that's on you. No one's sitting up there saying that's wrong, but this is all done for a purpose. They want to have your mind poisoned. So if you want to keep your mind poisoned, hey, shit, that's how you live your life. Fine, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But when I point out different things, it's not to attack you. It's to make you aware of the things that's going on. Pay attention. Just do research. And if you don't care what I'm saying, you think what I'm saying is bull, but you respect my opinion, at least I got it in your mind there. I'm not trying to convince you of anything. I'm just trying to make you understand what's going on, such as the other people out here that you say is pro-black or conscious or you say that's woke. It's the same thing. 
And mind you, I'm not trying to be conscious. I'm not trying to be woke. I'm just alerting you on what's going on. Sometimes I just want to give up and be like, you on your own, bro. I'm tired of having this conversation with you. But otherwise than that, that's all I have to really say. The next episode I'm going to be talking about finally podcasting. And I don't know if this is going to be the ending of the Black series. I'm going to be talking about um, the so-called African-American versus the Afro-Diaspora. It's a long-awaited conversation. I've been wanting to touch on it for a long time. So I'm going to get on it. But otherwise than that, peace and hand grease and I'm finally podcasting.